بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على المبعوث رحمة للعالمين سيدنا وحبيبنا وسندنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد Respected ulama, honored elders, brothers, fathers, mothers, sisters, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We thank and we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for having blessed us with innumerable bounties on a daily basis. And at the same time, we send salutations and greetings to the best of creation, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in the way that he taught the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'een, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad, كَمَا صَلَّيْتَ عَلَىٰ آلِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ إِنَّكَ حَمِيدٌ مَجِيدٌ There are many bounties to be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. And in looking at the verse of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَفِي أَنفُسِكُمْ أَفَلَا تُبْصِرُونَ That within your very selves, there are signs and a manifestation of the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of Allah being the supreme creator and the supreme being. أَفَلَا تُبْصِرُونَ Do you not look, do you not ponder, does it not make you think and wonder? And from the different body parts, there are two such body parts that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, that person that can give me a guarantee that he will protect that which is between his two lips and that which is between his two thighs, meaning the tongue and his private parts. If this person can give me a guarantee that he will protect these two body parts, then I will stand as a guarantee for his entrance into Jannah. And that is our topic of discussion for today, the taming of the tongue. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in various ayat of the quran Kareem explains and expounds how important it is for you and I to protect that which comes out of our mouths. To protect the way in which we use our tongues especially when it comes to the things that we say on a daily basis. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu attaqu allaha wa qoolu qawlan sadeeda yuslih lakum a'malakum wa yaghfir lakum dhunubakum That O oh believers, have fear, fear in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, have consciousness of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, وَقُولُوا قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا And speak a straight word, speak a good word. Now under, the, under this verse, the scholars of tafsir give the various explanations of what قَوْلًا sadida means. So some scholars say it means proclaim iman. Say the karima la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah. Others say speak such a word that is a straight word. لَا عِجَاجَ فِيهِ وَلَا إِنْحِرَافِ That there is no crookedness, there is no beating around the bush whenever you speak. It's something straight, it's something factual. And when we speak of factual, apart from the tongues that we have on our bodies, we have the digital tongues of today as well. So the way which we use our actual tongue and the way which we use our digital tongue throughout our discourse for today, let us keep both in mind. Throughout the advices of Rasulullah wasallam, let us keep both our actual tongues and the digital tongues in mind when it comes to the advices of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَقُولُوا قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا يُصْلِحْ لَكُمْ أَعْمَانَكُمْ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ What will this ensure, what will this guarantee? That if you just protect your tongue, if you speak a good word, if you speak a straight word, what will this ensure? يُصْلِحْ لَكُمْ أَعْمَانَكُمْ Allah will use this kind of an action to straighten out your a'mal. 
to make your a'mal good, to reform your actions on a daily basis. And by virtue of the way in which we use our tongues, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will expiate our sins. In another verse, Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala says, and say, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to my loving servants, that speak that which is pleasant, that which is good. Say to them that shaitan is an open enemy. Shaitan is always looking for a way in. Shaitan is looking to try and misguide us. And why would Allah Taala mention this quality of His servants, those people that speak good things, those people that use their tongues correctly? Because Shaitan recognizes this as an easy medium to ensure our misguidance. That all Shaitan has to do is to make sure that we lose control of the things that we say. Shaitan just has to make sure that we lose control of the things that we post and the things that we forward. And that is how shaitan can creep in. In tying in with another hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and this is just one aspect of how shaitan can use the way in which we use our tongues as a medium of our misguidance. That a person will be refused an initial entrance into Jannah if he was a tail carrier. So this is something common nowadays. Maybe it's not so common. Actually, it still remains common with our actual tongues. But with our digital tongues, it's something very common. When we receive a message, press forward immediately. Without any verification, without any kind of scrutiny behind it, we just forward whatever we receive. Sometimes, it, and a lot of the times, it can be to defame another Muslim brother or sister. So if a person is famous on social media, and if they've done something that may not be all that correct, it may not be within uh, the bounds of Sharia, etc., then we take it upon ourselves to be the judges. And we start up messages. In fact, I just heard last week or two weeks ago that in America they're actually trying to renew the system in a way or improve the system of WhatsApp in a way that eventually it can be traced back to the person that actually typed out the message. Because there are actually court cases going on in the States and perhaps other parts of the world where just by means of forwarding an incorrect message, people are going to court and they're fighting in court. So we hope that that system improves quickly and it reaches our shores quickly because it is a disease that is uncontrollable. It is something that has passed different levels and different borders altogether. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says, فَجَتَنِبُ الرِّجَسَ مِنَ الْأَوْثَانِ وَجَتَنِبُوا قَوْلَ الزُّورِ Oh believers, stay away from worshipping idols and at the same time stay away from قَوْلَ الزُّورِ From such a statement that is incorrect, it's, it's something that is a lie, it is slander. Stay away from that kind of a statement. In another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam actually couples slandering and speaking a false statement and giving false testimony with ascribing partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with shirk. So, so grave is the sin of giving false testimonies and false statements. 
In another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned four categories of people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not even want to look at them on qiyamah. Allah will not even want to address them on qiyamah. They will be so despicable and so hated in the sight of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. One of those people is a businessman that continuously took oaths. Qasam, Shaykh, this is the best quality. Wallah, my brother, you will not get better quality than this. It's not made in China. This is proper. This is German uh, engineering behind this particular product, behind this technology. This particular cloth has been taken from this land. Wallah, qasam, and we take oath upon oath. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that person, Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, will not even want to look at him. What will be his status on Qiyamah? Many a time, the word Qasam and Wallah and these, these oaths, they fly out of our mouths. Whereas Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala in Quran, whenever the scholars of Tafsir mention, when Allah takes a Qasam in Quran, the subject to follow after that Qasam, the reason why Allah brings an oath is to show such greatness and such importance to that subject and to that matter. Imagine we take the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we reduce it to less than even ashes just so that we can make a sale. May Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala protect one and all. Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala as we've mentioned in so many verses of Quran has given the importance of how we need to protect the things that come out of our mouths. Now we move to the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. مَنْ كَانَ يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ فَلْيَقُلْ خَيْرًا أَوْ لِيَسْكُتْ That person that has firm belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the final day, a, and a piece of evidence to his iman is that فَلْيَقُلْ خَيْرًا He'll say something good and if he doesn't have anything good to say, he'll just remain silent. Sometimes we feel that we have to add to that conversation. We know nothing about what they're speaking. We know nothing about politics. But I can't keep quiet, I have to say something. So we speak anything, sometimes evil comes out of our mouths. If you cannot say something good, if you cannot say something constructive, Rasulullah said, a sign of your iman will be that you just remain silent. Another hadith, Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu an said, that I asked Rasulullah that, ayyul a'mali afdal, which is the most virtuous of actions? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, As-salatu ala waqtiha. To perform your salah on its prescribed time, on its actual time. Thumma matha ya Rasulullah? What, what action follows thereafter, O Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, An yaslaman nasu min lisanik. That people are, feel protected from your tongue. They feel protected from your tongue. In another hadith, Al-Muslimu, Man salim al-Muslimuna min lisanihi wa yadih. A true Muslim, a true believer, is that person that other believers around him, other people around him, they feel sheltered and they feel protected from any harm to come out of that person's tongue and they feel protected from the harm that can come out of that person's hands. This is the sign of a true believer, that other believers... I feel this man, he's going, to, he's going to wish me well today. If I tell him something, he's not going to have any hasad in his heart. He won't, say, he won't say a bad word. I'll share this good news with him. Perhaps he'll make a dua for me. This is the quality of believers that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had mentioned. In advising the sahaba radiallahu anhum, or rather in advising Uqba bin Amir radiallahu anhum, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked him that, Oh Uqba, 
do you know what is true salvation? Do you know when, it, when you will know that you have truly been saved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? It is when you are able to grab hold of your tongue. When you are able to grab hold of your tongue. Once a person comes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a Bedouin, and he asks Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that, O oh, Nabi of Allah, guide me to such an action that will guarantee my entrance into Jannah. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells him, that feed the hungry, give water to the thirsty, command with good and negate from evil. If you do this, inshallah your entrance into Jannah is secured. And this person obviously is now still seated in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the Nabi of Allah says that if you are unable to do this, if you are unable to do this, then just do one thing. Ensure that whatever comes out of your mouth is only good. Restrain your tongue from everything except that which is good. And this will secure your entrance into Jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us to enter into Jannah by means of the things that we say. And let it not be that we are taken to task also by means of the things that we say. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. Now I draw your attention to a very beautiful incident of a lady in the time of Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah. Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah was one of the most outstanding students of Imam Abu Hanifa rahimahullah, a true scholar of deen, a pious servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah is traveling from Mecca to, from Mecca Mukarramah to Medina Munawwara. And he comes across this very old lady sitting under a tree. So he goes to the lady and he says, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This lady replies, Salamun qawlam min rabbir rahim. Salam, peace is a word from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is an ayah from Surah Yasin. So this is how she had replied to his salam. She then said further, That person who Allah must guide, then there can be no guidance to come to him except if Allah wishes so. And this was her way of telling Abdullah bin Mubarak, that I am lost, I have lost my way, I am, I, I, I do not know where I am. Abdullah bin Mubarak asks her, where are you coming from? She replies, Subhanalladhi asra bi'abadihi laylam min al-masjid al-harami ila al-masjid al-aqsa. That glory be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who had allowed his servant to travel by night from Mecca Mukarramah to al-masjid al-aqsa. So this was her way of telling Abdullah bin Mubarak that I am from al-Quds. Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah asks her, how long have you been in this place? How long have you been lost for? The verse of Surah to Maryam, for three nights consecutively. Abdullah bin Mubarak asks her, what arrangements have you made for food? It is that being that feeds me and he gives me to drink as well. Abdullah bin Mubarak asks her, do you have any water for wudu? فَلَمْ تَجِدُوا مَاءً فَتَيَمَّمُوا صَعِيدًا طَيِّبًا فَامْسَحُوا بِوُجُوهِكُمْ وَأَيْدِيكُمْ If you do not find any water, then make tayammum. Rub your hands in the dust and wipe over your hands and your face. So that means that she didn't have any water. Abdullah bin Mubarak asks her, or he tells her that here's some food, partake of it. ثُمَّ أَتِمُّ الصِّيَامَ إِلَى اللَّيْلِ Allah instructs us to complete our fasting till the evening. This was her way of telling Abdullah bin Mubarak that I'm fasting. 
Abdullah bin Mubarak says, but it's not the month of Ramadan. She replies, That person that wishes to do voluntary fast, then Allah wa ta'ala is ever grateful and all-knowing of his good. Abdullah bin Mubarak says, but you're traveling, so it's allowed for you to break your fast. As a traveler, you are allowed in Sharia to break your fast. The lady replies, but if you complete the fast, then that is better if only you would know. Abdullah bin Mubarak says, that speak in a manner that I speak. Meaning, why don't you use normal terms? Why, why are you speaking only from the verses of Quran? She says, No person utters a word except that there is a watchful eye that is writing down what he says. The angels refer, uh, refer to on our left and right hand sides. She continues and uh, Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah mentions then that which clan do you belong to? Which tribe are you coming from? And follow no, not that which you do not have any knowledge of. Meaning Abdullah bin Mubarak, this is now going past what you need to ask me. You don't need to really know that. Abdullah bin Mubarak says, forgive me if I have certainly made a mistake. She replies, لا تثريب عليكم اليوم يغفر الله لكم Not a problem, Allah ta'ala will forgive you. Abdullah bin Mubarak says, would you like to come onto this camel so that you can meet your caravan? وَمَا تَفْعَلُوا مِنْ يَعْلَمْهُ اللَّهُ Whatever good you do, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows it and recognizes it. Abdullah bin Mubarak says, well then you may mount it. So he makes the camel sit down. At that point, she turns to Abdullah bin Mubarak and she says, And say to the believing men, lower your gaze, indicating that I'm now about to mount on the camel, turn your gaze away from me. Abdullah bin Mubarak understands and he moves away. While she's mounting the camel, the camel moves, it jerks, and there's a bit of an accident. So at that point, she proclaims, and whatever difficulty afflicts you, it is due to whatever you have done. Abdullah bin Mubarak recognizes this as a call of help, so he helps her. And he ties the legs of the camel, he straightens it out, and then she goes on to the camel. And she's ecstatic at how Abdullah bin Mubarak is understanding her. So she says, Just like how Allah wa gave understanding to Sulaiman alayhi salam, he has given this understanding to you. As the journey is about to begin, she says, The dua that we read before we go on a journey, that glory be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah is free from fault, from any kind of blemish that has subjugated this conveyance for us to travel on. Abdullah bin Mubarak holds the bridle of the camel. And as they start moving, Abdullah bin Mubarak starts saying the words or rendering the words of a, of a poem which would be called Huddi in the time it was. So whenever the, 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 the people would travel in those times, then they used to, like what we have nasheeds of today, perhaps if we listen to when we go on a long journey, then these people would, so would, would use these kind of words. So the lady says, Be moderate in your pace while you are walking and lower your voice. Abdullah bin Mubarak lowers his voice as he's saying these words. Thereafter, the lady says, Why don't you rather recite some Quran instead of saying the, these words of Nasheed? Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah continues reciting Quran. 
The lady becomes very pleased and she says, Only people of intellect will be able to understand how I'm speaking. After reciting the Quran for a little while, Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah asks her, that, oh, oh, auntie, do you have any husband? Oh, aunt, do you have any, uh, any spouse? The lady replies, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, la tas'alu an ashya'a in tubadalakum tasu'kum. Oh, believers, do not ask that which, if it were to be revealed to you, then you would find evil in it. Meaning that her husband had passed away, and she, she wasn't obviously interested in getting married, but this wasn't the intention of Abdullah bin Mubarak, rahimahullah. He then asks her, do you have any son or relative that is... Uh, alive in the caravan that will recognize you. The lady says, That wealth and children are the zina, they are the adornment of the worldly life, meaning that she had some children. How many children do you, or rather what work do your sons do in the caravan? And by the landmarks, the stars are used as a means of guidance, meaning that her sons were the guides for the caravan. Abdullah bin Mubarak says, can you tell me their names? She says, My three sons' names are Ibrahim, Musa and Yahya. Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah, he calls out these names when they reach the caravan and immediately these three boys come running to the mother and the lady addresses the children by saying, that any one of you take some money and go and purchase some food. The, the verse from Surah Al-Kahf, when the, the, the people of the cave, when they had come out of the cave, then they selected one of them to go and purchase some food in the city. So bring some food for this kind servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that brought me back. When the food was brought, she tells Abdullah ibn Mubarak, Eat and drink. Abdullah ibn Mubarak rahimahullah, after, or after she says that verse, the lady then says, can there be no other recompense for goodness except goodness? The lady then says, and this was the final verse that she says at that point. So Abdullah bin Mubarak is completely baffled at what he had just experienced. And he asks the three sons, that, please tell me about your mother. And the three sons say, that this has been the practice of my mother to speak only that which comes from Qur'an for the past 40 years. And the reason for that is because as she had mentioned, that there are two watchful angels that are writing down what we say. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the ever watchful. I fear I may say something that may, that may be incorrect. So I rather speak that which is from Qur'an. And we know if a person speaks from Qur'an, there's nothing incorrect. There can never be anything incorrect about what he or she says. And at, at that point, Abdullah bin Mubarak ends of this incident by saying, That there is only the virtue that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wishes to give to any servant that he wishes so. This was something for us to take inspiration from. Perhaps we'll struggle to only speak from Quran for 40 seconds, like how this woman had done so for 40 years. But the message for today is to be able to tame the tongue. Our Nabi was not fahish, nor was he mutafahish. He was not a vulgar person, nor did he accompany himself with anything attached with, to vulgarity. 
we need to be careful of the things that we say, the way in which we address people, the way in which we address our spouses, our families at home, the way in which we speak to our parents. Wallahi brothers, this is where the salvation of the ummah lies. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had mentioned in that hadith, that what is najah, what is true salvation? The ability to control our tongues. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspire one and all to do good. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabiyyina Muhammad.
ഹമീദ قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد عن حفظ اللسان بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال تعالى وقل لعبادي يقول التي هي أحسن إن الشيطان ينزغ بينهم إن الشيطان كان للإنسان عدوا مبينا وقال تعالى ولا تقف ما ليس لك به علم إن السمع والبصر والفؤاد كل أولئك كان عنه مسؤولا وقال تعالى فاجتنبوا الرجس من الاوثان واجتنبوا قول الزور عن ابي هريره رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من كان يؤمن بالله واليوم الاخر فليقل خيرا او ليسكت عن عبد الله بن مسعود رضي الله عنه قال سالت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقلت يا رسول الله اي الاعمال افضل قال الصلاه على وقتها قلت ثم ماذا يا رسول الله قال ان يسلم الناس من لسانك عن ابي موسى رضي الله عنه قال قلت يا رسول الله اي المسلمين افضل قال من سلم المسلمون من لسانه ويده لقد جاء عربي وقال يا رسول الله دلني على عمل يدخلني الجنه فقال الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم اطعم الجائع واسق الظمآن وامر بالمعروف وانهى عن المنكر فان لم تطق فكف لسانك الا من خير اخرجه امام الاحمد بارك الله لنا ولكم في القران العظيم ونفعنا واياكم بالايات والذكر الحكيم انه تعالى جواد كريم ملك بر رؤوف رحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له 
ونشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرًا ونذيرًا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئًا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته وعن أنس بن مالك رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حياء عثمان وفي رواية معمر عن قتادة مرسلا وأقضاهم علي وأفرضهم زيد بن ثابت وأقرأهم أبي بن كعب وأعلمهم بالحلال والحرام معاذ بن جبل ولكل أمة أمين وأمين هذه الأمة أبو عبيدة بن الجراح رواه أحمد الترمذي وعن ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا اللهم احفظه في ولده رواه الترمذي وعن عبد الله بن مغفل رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الله الله في أصحابي الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم ومن آذاهم فقد آذاني ومن آذاني فقد آذى الله ومن آذى الله فيوشك أن يأخذه رواه الترمذي ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى من الفعل والقول والنية والهدي إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر إخواننا المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان يا رب العالمين اللهم اجعل هذا البلد آمنا مطمئنا وسائر بلاد المسلمين ومقدساتهم اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وجعلنا منهم واخذل من خذل دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ولا تجعلنا منهم عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون قوموا لله قانتين رستيتنا وصفوف Brothers that are standing in the masjid courtyard can make their way inside the masjid there's still a lot of space on both the right and left hand sides of the masjid let us leave no gaps for shaitan. Let us stand shoulder to shoulder with our heels on the line. Allahu Akbar 
الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية؟ وجوه يومئذ خاشعة 
عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبل كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تباركت يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك ولعظيم سلطانك ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار 
ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى من الفعل والقول والنية والهدي إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وأرنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وعبادك الصالحون ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذ منه نبيك وعبدك وحبيبك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وعبادك الصالحون أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين